everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's January 4th, it's 2021. We have nine basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. We will not have a review NFL podcast this week. We're strictly switching over to basketball, so hope everyone had a great week 17. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Excited to be on, uh, bringing in a new week. And, um, you know, NFL is, I don't want to say winding down. We still got a couple more weeks, but it's full-blown basketball season now. So I'm excited to help the people win a few dollars as the days go by. Yeah, I just, like, week 17, profitable one more time. Um, It's been profitable for, like, five or six years for me in a row. So um, jumped on, like, Darwin Thompson when that news came out uh, that he was going to get a bulk of the work. And, like, he was, like, 3% owned and scored 30 fantasy points. So, like, he was the guy for me this week. So kind of paid out. So um, let's talk some basketball, man. There's a lot to get through. We got one, two, three, four games on back-to-backs. So obviously anything can happen with those games when the news comes out. But if you're new, welcome. We're here to give you guys kind of a first look on, you know, the NBA slate and just kind of what we're looking at for this nine gamer on Monday. We get started with Charlotte at Philly, 219 total. Philly favored by nine and a half. Zeller remains out. Corkmaz remains out. And Mike Scott is out. What do you like here for Charlotte? Well, um, it looks like they're letting LaMelo Ball play ball. About time. uh, (laughs) I'm so glad they're doing this. I mean, I think he should be starting. You know, if he's kind of the future of the franchise, let him start. Let Let him take his licks while there's no fans in the stadium and he can't get booed if something goes wrong. Like, just let him play now. And that way next year or as things improve, we get some fans like everybody's excited. Uh, his minutes have been on an uptick. Now, some of that I think is a little bit of blowout because, you know, we we were kind of getting blown out and we try to make this mini comeback at any rate. I do think LaMelo's a little bit too cheap on, on DK if they're going to start letting him play 30 minutes because he's involved in every aspect of the game. Um, you know, God, Bismack Biombo just keeps cranking out big games now and I just keep not playing him. But we talked about it, Steve. If he's going to get 30 minutes, we might as well go ahead and fire him up. I think he's a, another value on this slate. Uh, so, I, you know, those are kind of the guys I like. Uh, you know, I, I want to play Devontae Graham uh, at 5,700. I feel like that now we're starting to get into the price range where we start taking some shots because I do feel like, you know, a 35-plus fantasy performance is coming. So at his price, I, I don't mind playing him now. So I think Graham, Ball, and, and Biombo, I think those are the guys I would look at in this spot. Just you know, just know this this could very well be a blowout easily. These two teams just played as one twelve to one twenty seven. Um, Bismack Biombo in that game was a rebound and a point away from like a double double and still put up twenty eight. So, um, you know, I keep talking about this guy. I talked about him against that Memphis game and like he put up uh, thirty seven fantasy points, had a double double. If he gets thirty minutes, he's a double double threat, um, and he should get it. And like PJ Washington he's kind of banged up um, dealing with like a thumb injury. So like that does open up some scoring um, for guys like LaMelo ball, um, Graham Rogier Um, LaMelo ball. You you talked about him a lot. I don't really need to get into it too much, but this is a guy now 
that has played at least 27 minutes in three straight games. Um, they have liked what they've seen, and you nailed it, man. Like, there's no fans. Like, this guy can't get bo- booed out of the stadium. Um, he's going to do a lot out there. So, really like him, like that call. Uh, let's go to the Philly side. Anything here on the 76ers that you like? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we have to like Mr. Joel Embiid. Uh, and, I mean, I, I, I mean, he is 9,900. I, I feel like that's still fair. For, for the output we could get. I mean, look, he, he only took 11 shots against Charlotte, Steve, 11 field goal attempts, and he put up 46 fantasy points. And, you know, this is something I've kind of been monitoring a little bit more this year than usual, looking at the fantasy production and saying, hey, you know, what's this guy's upside if he takes his usual 20 shots for a superstar? If Joel Embiid gets up to 20 shots against Charlotte, it's pretty much an automatic 60. So he's a guy I've got my eye on. I think on DraftKings, if I was doing a little mini stack, I think I'd definitely take an Embiid ball mini stack. Like, I I, I think that's a really profitable uh, strategy on this slate. We just saw Tobias Harris annihilate Charlotte. This is something I was tracking last year, Stevie. You know, these athletic small forward slash power forward type guys for some reason, seem to just keep giving us trouble, no matter who we bring in. So Tobias Harris at 7,600, I think it's expensive, but he's definitely going to be on my radar. The only thing I'm afraid of is the blowout. But I I, I think he's in play. Uh, and then uh, uh, Seth Curry at 5,600, I don't hate that as a flyer. I mean, he was able to put up 30-plus fantasy points, and that's 30-plus in three games. This guy's stroking the rock. Very efficient from three-point range because of – uh, the spacing that this team is going to provide with Ben Simmons with the driving kick. So Curry is a guy at 5,600. Might be a little expensive, but I do like it. Lastly, I know I'm bringing up a lot of guys. If you think this game may blow out for real, I think you need to get some Shake Milton exposure at 5K. He's a guy that, you know, off the bench, I'm not saying they're going to play him 30 minutes, but if he's kind of out there in, in some form of any form of garbage time, I think this guy could really pile up some fantasy points. I didn't think when I started my research a couple – I started my research about an hour ago um, that, like, my favorite player from the 76ers would be Seth Curry. I, I Honestly, like, I – like, he's hurting these guys. Like, he, 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 he's he got, like, an 18% usage rate, but, like, Embiid, he's averaging 1.46 fantasy points per minute. And even at 30 minutes, it's not enough to pay off that price tag. Simmons, 1.29. That's not enough to pay off that price tag. So – Curry's getting enough minutes. Um, he's cheap. I don't really love any of these other guys. Like Tobias is fine. You know, Embiid is fine. I'm never paying this much for Simmons. Simmons will have like one or two monster games a year at this price point where he'll burn me. Um, like even if you look at his, he had a triple double last time out. He put up 53. Okay, 53 at 9,100. We'll take that. On a nine game slate though, 53 and 9100 is probably not enough. Um and, and like four game slate huge difference. We're 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 talking more Ben Simmons here. So the yeah. guy that I like the most here is Seth Curry. Um I, I think he is, you know, he's he's a 30 point machine, over 30 fantasy points in four of the last five games at 5600. Like give me 30 fantasy points at 5600, I'm super happy. So yeah, and I, I did mean to plug this for the FanDuel people. Devontae is a lot cheaper on FanDuel at 5400 I know it's a, not that big of a difference between the actual prices, but on FanDuel at 54 that's really cheap. I will say that his his fantasy points per minute, his fantasy points per minute have gone down this season as well. Like, they're not 
near where his rates were. I think I think he's under fantasy point per minute, but at this price, I, I don't mind taking a shot. Yeah, like honestly, you know, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you check them out. Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is where like I really look for you know, guys like Embiid and Simmons and like see what kind of odds I can get on certain things for them Uh, because like they are super consistent and you can like throw them in there um, with like, say a LaMelo ball or something like that, or like a Rozier or something like along those lines. So I'll definitely be checking them out at monkey knife fight and just kind of looking at and see what odds and stuff they have for them today. So again, if you guys haven't checked them out, Awesome sponsor of this podcast, monkeyknifefight.com. Uh, let's move on. We got Cleveland at Orlando. No total in this game. A uh, little bit of injury news that we're kind of waiting on here. Uh, Della Dova's out. Love is out. Porter's out. Um, Okoroo is questionable, and Garland is questionable. Um, Garland's obviously the big side, the big one from the Cleveland side. Aminu's out, and this is questionable. Fournier is the big one from the Magic. He's questionable. Isaac's out and OKAE is out, um, which I don't really think affects too much. Um, let's start with the Cleveland side of things. Well, this is one of the, the toughest ones that we're going to have on the slate to kind of break down because Garland's a huge piece of news. Fournier is a huge piece of news. Um, if Garland doesn't play, it's hard not to love Sexton in this spot. Um, but either way, I think, you know, Drummond is someone that can go for 60 plus in this spot. Yeah, man. Drummond, Drummond's had two letdowns in a row. Uh, 20 minutes against Atlanta, 25 against uh, Indiana. Uh, I, I I don't know what happened in this game. Seems like Drummond just may have been in the doghouse for whatever reason against Atlanta. But I mean, at 9,200, I think you just keep playing him. I, I don't I don't think we need to try to find reasons to play him. Uh, the usage and minutes have been there most of the season, so I'm not going to read into it uh, too much. Uh, you know, Larry. Uh, Nat- I don't want. I don't want to interrupt you. He got two yeah, yeah, quick sure, fouls sure. in the in the Atlanta game in the second. And he got quarter. a tech. Yeah, yeah. The he, the second quarter, he came. He checked in and played like a minute and got like two quick fouls, and they they had to pull him back out. And then he got a quick foul in the third. But like that's why he was in foul trouble against Atlanta for for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, same thing here with uh, Larry Nance. I feel like Larry, Larry Nance is probably priced out of. Uh, us being able to play him now. I, I think I'm with you. I think the big thing is, you know, if Garland doesn't play, like what do we do? Cause he's 5,900. If he plays, I like him. I, I like the price, but if he doesn't play, I am just, man, Dante Exum at 3,900. He played 35 minutes against Atlanta and put up 14 fantasy points. It's like, that's his threshold right now. I would still be willing to roll him out though. If he's going to play 35 minutes, no with no Garland, if, if Garland is, is, is out. Um, I feel like maybe Jetty Osman would pick up a few more minutes, but I'm not sure about that. But Sexton, I think would be become the de facto guy. Like if Garland's out, you got to think Sexton's going to take, I would say 22 shots, Stevie. And I, that, that's not extreme. I don't think he's already taken about 18 a game. So I, I think four extra shots with Garland out is reasonable. And that's kind of where I would project him. So Sexton would be by far my favorite play from the Cleveland side. Drummond gets a 3% usage increase uh, with Garland off the floor this season, 25 and a half minutes. So not a huge sample size. 
but he's obviously the guy that like has the the biggest bump. Sexton has a twenty seven percent usage rate um, when Garland's off the floor and Kevin Love is off the floor. So obviously, looking at the Cleveland side, if Garland plays, I really don't love this game. Um, you know, it is a it's a pace up spot for Cleveland. Orlando pay, plays at about the seventh fastest pace in the NBA, and Cleveland's at like twenty three twenty four. So. It, I think either way, it's a decent spot for Sexton upside wise, but it's a it's a much bigger upside spot if we get news that Garland's not going to play. Yeah. Um, and then like you know, cheap guys. If Garland's out, you mentioned Exum. He's just going to play a ton of minutes. Um, he could sit in a corner and do absolutely nothing, but like we have to respect the minutes that he would get. You know, with Deladova and those guys out too. So, um, Orlando side of things. You know, obviously, we're waiting on the Fournier news. That that news is huge um, on this slate because if Fournier is out, Terrence Ross sees a nice uptick in minutes. And, like, this is a guy that's not afraid to shoot. He'll shoot. He shot 21 times against the Thunder the other night. Um, I watched a lot of that game. And, like, whenever Ross gets an opportunity to shoot, like, he's going to pull the trigger. Yeah, man. Ross was one of my favorite plays the other night. It's just just so happened I, I got it wrong with with Michael Carter Williams and that kind of just took tank my lineups but uh, I'm with you man even at 5900 with no Fournier uh, I definitely think he's in play um Michael Carter Williams played 31 minutes and put up 16 fantasy points against Cleveland I, I feel like I may still have to play him at at that at that rate I mean I know he's I know he's 4600 now but he, he could put up 30. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm, I'm saying he could. Uh, and then I, I think, you know, in, in terms of the best play from Orlando, uh, just so you know, guys, I, I'm just not an Aaron Gordon guy. So I'm just never going to play Aaron Gordon. I X him out of my player pool. That way I don't have to lose money uh, most of the year. But Vooch at 8,800, I think he's a fine play. Uh, definitely with four you off the floor, you know, they'll rely on him a little bit more for scoring. Um, and I, I think he could put up a double-double in this spot for sure. All right, so if Fournier is out, if Ennis is out, I'm just going to throw this name out there because he's going to play 30 minutes. Um, Dwayne Bacon's going to play 30 minutes if these guys sit. He shot two from 11 from the field the other night. He got 11 shot attempts up. They really like him in Orlando. He's 3,600. This is a guy that's going to play 30 minutes if Fournier sits at 3,600. That might get, that get double-digit shot attempts against Cleveland. So just want to throw Dwayne Bacon into the mix. Um, listen, my favorite player would be Ross. My second favorite player would probably be Vooch. I think Foltz has a ton of upside if Fournier's out. Not my favorite play at 6,500. Um, but I, I think, like, Ross is the guy. Ross is just going to – he's, he's going to chuck. Like, any time this guy gets an opportunity to chuck, he's going to chuck. And, like, that's what they let him do in Orlando. Clifford has yeah. given him the green light. So and why the, not take that- it? And they're better priced on on FanDuel, uh, uh, Fultz especially at fifty eight hundred. Like that, that's a way better price to get him. Uh, I would probably just exclusively only play him on FanDuel, not even play him on DK if that was kind of the road I was going to take. Uh, we move on. We got the Knicks and the um, Hawks two twenty two and a half total here. Atlanta favored by six. Uh, Burks is still questionable. Nikolakina is out. DSJ is doubtful. Spellman's doubtful, and Toppin's out. On the Atlanta side, Dunn is out, Gallo's out, Herder is questionable, Rondo's doubtful, and Snell is out. Um, man, a lot of injuries early yes. in the season already. Uh, what do we like here for the Knicks? So, first of all, can, can we get 
Alec Burks out just one more time so I can recoup the money I didn't make from Alfred Payton on Saturday uh, by not hitting the lock button. Elf is a guy I've been kind of locking every slate uh, just because he's been really cheap. Like this spot against Atlanta. If he gets 30, 30 plus minutes against Atlanta, I feel like this is going to be a uh, massive output from Elf. So he's a guy that, that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in at 6K, a little bit cheaper on fan, but I think he's 5,300. Uh, but I, I still think at 6K, he can pay off this price tag because, uh, you know, Mr. RJ Barrett has just been very inefficient. Most games, most games. He did. He shot really well against Indiana. Uh, he's going to play big minutes too, but I, I don't feel like I have to play him. Julius Randle at 9K. Uh, he, he's kind of had some letdown games here recently. Shot five for 16. Uh, didn't really get off to a hot start in that game. I think he was like 0 for 5, 0 for 6 or something right out of the gate. And then by the end of the game, he still almost got a, a poor man's triple-double. 12 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals. Uh, you know, if he picks up 2 more assists, I mean, he goes from 42 points, Stevie, to 48 points. And now that puts him right in striking range where he's about to get 50. So I, I think Randall's, Randall's a good play here. And then last but not least, uh, it looks like Clint Capella is now up to 30 minutes, people. Uh, if he's going to play 30 minutes at 6,100 in this offense, uh, he's a double-double machine. I like it against the Knicks. Um, and I didn't mean to hop over to Clint Capella, but I just I happened to see that price. It got me excited. Sorry about that, folks. But uh, that's that's kind of where I am with the Knicks. It's Randall. Uh, it's Elf Payton. And I feel like that's kind of it. I don't think I want to play RJ at this $6,700 price. It's Elf Payton if Burke sits again. Um, yes, 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 yes. Just you know, I, I wanted to make make that clear that we're on the same page. So, um, yeah. Elf is Burke, price. If, Burke, if Burks plays at fifty four hundred, I think he's like exclusively in play off the bench. Exclusively. Yeah, he's, he's a much better play than Elf um, <laughs> with the discount. So, um, outside of that, though, like I don't mind Randall. He's probably the most upside guy on this team, but he's so expensive that. It's hard to really trust. Man, I cannot stop coughing. Um, if anybody that's watching this video on YouTube and they're on they they get to see me mute. Um, I'm dying today. Um <laughs> on the Atlanta side of things, you know, you already kind of got into Clint Capella. We've been patiently waiting. Um, it's happening. We're on it. Let's go. Um, no, no, like don't even think twice about this. He's a guy that can go for 40 plus at 6,100. Um, he should project really well today. I think he's going to be pretty popular. Uh, the guy that I really like, this Herder news is huge for me because if Herder sits, I love DeAndre Hunter. Um, 5,200 should play 30 plus minutes, should get an extra couple shot attempts with Herder out. Like, I, I could see Cam Reddish getting some love. I don't hate that, but like, I think Herder is the better player. So he's kind of where I lean. Trey is fine. My biggest issue with Trey is like, I want Trey Young at 9,800 in games that are just going to be blazing fast. And New York is a slower paced team. Atlanta will pick up the pace in this game enough. I want like two top 10. Like I want a team that's as fast as Atlanta and that's just going to be able to score and it's going to be back and forth. Those are the types of games that I'll pay 9,800 for Trey young. And um, John Collins is fine at 7,200, but main plays for me here, Clint Capella Hunter. If um, her sits, um, you got anything else to add? Will? 
no, man, I'm, I'm good to go. I think that's really good analysis there. But and Hunter, but Hunter would be my favorite value from this team for sure. For sure. Yeah, just got to wait on that Kevin Herter news. Yep. Um, yep. Boston at Serrano. No total in this game because it's a back-to-back for Boston. Uh, Patrick McCall is out. We're waiting patiently to see if Boston sets anybody on the on the second end of the back-to-back. Um, we know Kimba's still out, but haven't seen anything come out as far as Boston goes. But um, I highly doubt Jeff Teague plays. He sprained his ankle in the game on Sunday. Uh, read that report before we got started. So what do you like here for Boston? I mean, it's it's the usual suspects right now, man. And and this this should be a competitive game. Now, look, we might not like the price on Jalen Brown initially at eighty three hundred, but I think on a, on a nine game slate, people are going to be lower owned anyway. I think I'm willing to take a shot on him and and, and Jason Tatum at these prices, hoping that we get an upside game from both of them uh in a in what should be a competitive matchup so when i'm looking at boston you know those are the guys i like uh tristan thompson man t- 27 minutes uh 28 fantasy points he's definitely on the value center list stevie likes value catchers i like value centers at 4400 uh guy that's going to play 27 and definitely get those rebounds blocks and and, and is a double double candidate uh, i really like tristan thompson it's a guy we we've, we've been tracking you especially stevie so uh, he, he's a guy I think we need to have on our radar for sure on DraftKings in this spot. Uh, and, and that's kind of it. Now, now Jeff Teague out, obviously, if he's out, then we already know it's it, it, it's, it's Peyton Pritchard time. Just go ahead and fire him up. If he's going to get 30 minutes, I mean, he could put up 20 to 30 fantasy points. So he's a guy that's definitely going to be on my value list if nothing else crazy opens up. I will say about Tristan Thompson um... – they sat him on the second end of the back-to-back earlier this season already. Um, Very and true. Yeah. he played 27 minutes on Sunday, had a great game um, against the Pistons. But be careful with that one. It wouldn't shock me if he's out. That would potentially open up um, value with Daniel Tice and Robert Williams. Um, and I Tice definitely is- think it would be Tice would be the better play in this one. Because the last game, I think that was more blowout-centric with Memphis. And so I think, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Williams picked up a few more minutes than he would have. I definitely think the play is Tice if you're going to choose between the two. The only thing that I'll say about it, it like, if you do want to take a shot on Robert Williams over Tice, the price um, savings is huge on DraftKings. So True. Um, even if Robert Williams only plays like 20 minutes, he could potentially point per dollar get there more than Daniel Tice. I think Tice he's only 4,800. Like, let's be honest. If Tristan Thompson doesn't play, we play this guy. He was like 6k on Sunday and he's 4,800 in this game. So, um, <laughs> huge difference. But I, I think that was, wasn't it a showdown slate or something? Didn't well, Detroit probably was bu- showdown probably but play like super early in the day. So, um, let's go to the other side here. What do you like here for Toronto? Listen, man, I, I'm kind of a Fred Van Vliet truther. I've been playing Fred, Fred Van Vliet a lot this year, uh, even over the weekend, Stevie. I, I had 40% Fred Van Vliet, and he came in at about, I don't know, 17 18%, something like that. So, listen, Fred Van Vliet is a gamer, man. And the thing I like about it, he's taking the shots. Look, just look at it. He's going to take 20 shots, close to it, and he's going to get the minutes, Stevie. And he, and he does other things in the box score. 
So a guy that's 7,700 has got 45 to 50 point upside at 7,700. I don't mind it. I'm not saying he's a, I'm not saying he's necessary. I'm saying every time the Raptors take the floor, he's probably my favorite play uh, right now. I, I would play him over Pascal Siakam all season. It's just what I would do. And in fact, that that's kind of where I'm at. I wish Boucher was going to get consistent minutes. Did play 30 against New Orleans, but um, I'm not really worried about that. I, 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 his minutes are going to be up and down until they stabilize. Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, those are the guys I think you play from Toronto. Yeah, and like I don't have Fandle pricing up in front of me, but OG, they've been really cl- slow to price him up on Fandle. I think if he's still remotely. He's 6,300 now. Oof. Yeah, so they caught up on pricing him. So like, yeah, really like no one that I love here. Um, Van Vliet and Lowry, both those guys very much in play in a game that should be very competitive. Yep. Uh, we move on. We got OKC at Miami. 213 and a half total here. Miami favored by eight and a half. Um, Ariza is out. Jerome is out. And then Avery Bradley is like in protocol. He's questionable, but it, it sounds like he's more um, on the wrong side of questionable than anything else. So uh, what do you like here for the Thunder? I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't really want to play anybody from the Thunder on this slate. I, I I mean, and I like Darius Baisley. He he, he had a, another really nice game the other day, but I just I, I'm just not feeling it, man. I, I don't want to play anybody from the Thunder. Yeah, unless somebody gets ruled out or something, I, I hear you. Um, the one guy that like I don't mind potentially taking a shot on is George Hill, and like I don't even know if a nine game slate makes sense to play him here, but at forty nine hundred. He's a guy that could go for 30 plus. So, like, we're looking at six X potential. Um, he's gone for at least 28 fantasy points in three of four games this season. So, maybe George Hill, but like, SGA is the usage monster. It's just a tough matchup here against Miami. I want SGA in better matchups where, you know, he's going to put up 20 plus shots. And he really hasn't done that since Utah and Charlotte to kind of start the season. So, on the Miami side of things, I think like Bam should crush in this spot. Like he should. They don't really have anybody on OKC to match up with him. Like, sorry, Al Horford, you're you don't match up with Bam. Um, what else, if anything else, here do you like for Miami? Oh, Stevie, hold on, we got breaking news. Adam Gase just got fired. <laughs> oh boy. So let me let me let me tell you what I think that means, Stevie. And I, 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 God, I hate to have to discuss this on this show, but this is fun. I like this type of news. Uh, they're probably going to draft a quarterback. I, I think because I think the initial the initial uh, ones were they were thinking they weren't going to draft a quarterback. Some people were thinking they weren't going to draft a quarterback because of Darnold. If a new coach is coming, guaranteed quarterback is a new quarterback is coming. Uh, so Justin Fields is probably going to the Jets unless the Jaguars are, are smart and take and, and take Justin over Trevor. I know that's a hot take, but uh, at any rate, th- there it is. But wow, unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, back to Miami. Yeah, back uh, to Miami. Sorry to interrupt you. It's breaking <laughs> news. I Stevie, m- maybe Jimmy Butler, seventy four hundred. 
But I, I'm just I'm looking at this game and I'm just not interested in this game. I feel like everybody's priced appropriately or slightly overpriced. And so that it's just not doing it for me. So I, I think I just want to avoid this game altogether. And if someone from this game beats me, we'll just start over the next day. Yeah, like, honestly, man, Bam is really the only guy. Gordon Drogic is like right on that price point that you could potentially take a shot on him. But Tyler Hero is expensive. Jimmy Butler is okay, but he really hasn't had like a monster usage game yet. Like even in that first game against Orlando, I know he kind of got banged up after that, but I don't know. Um, I really think this game in general, there's just not a ton of options. Um, Indiana at New Orleans, 218 total. New Orleans favored by one in this game. Jeremy Land and TJ Warren continue to be out um, for the Pacers. Let's start with them. Let's start with the Pacers. Um, anything standing out to you here for Indiana? Oh, I mean, not really, man. I, I mean, I like the spot. Like Oladipo, seven K now. Don't feel great about that. I mean, Sabonis is ninety five hundred. He's the most expensive. You know, he's okay. Malcolm Brogdon, seventy nine hundred. Like I feel like everybody's kind of priced where they should be. And so I'm just I'm kind of not excited to play to play anyone. I I'm probably more excited to play Doug McDermott than anybody, and that's terrible. But I th- I think that's where I'm at. I I don't want to play anybody else. Well, maybe Miles Turner at 6400. Other than that, I don't think I want to play anyone from from Indiana. I'm going to say this a lot this year. Uh, there's just on the Pacers side of things, I'm not going to end up playing a lot of these guys. Um, if you want to take a shot on like Justin holiday at 4,300 and hope he gets like 20 to 25, there's just better value in my opinion today though. So, um, I'm probably going to stay away from the Pacers in general. Listen, if you want to pay up for Sabonis or if you want to pay up for Brogdon, not ever going to argue it with you. Um, I would, I would want a much faster like pace, like new Orleans is playing super slow this year. This is a completely different team. Then last year they're playing super slow. Um, and like we are a couple weeks into the season now, and like, all right, we have some data, and they're playing a lot slower. So I don't know. I just I probably don't end up on much from the Pacers. And then on New Orleans, I just I just kind of saying it, man. Like they're playing so slow. They're 27th in the NBA in pace to start the year. Where is the ceiling? Um, because I just like I don't see ceiling with Stan Van Gundy running this team so slow. If you're playing anybody, it's been like Brandon Ingram, just because he is a guy that is going to completely fill up every stat sheet, like rebounds, assists, blocks, steal points. Like, but outside of that, man, I just, I don't, I don't like the Stan Van Gundy, New Orleans Pelicans so far. (laughs) Yeah. They're not playing the same. And here's the thing. I, I think I think what's happening, Stevie, with New Orleans is they're just not as predictable, right? So Zion's going to have some big games this season. And we know this. Like, he's going to have some 30-point, 10-rebound game, two or three blocks. But we have no clue when that's coming because they're, they're just, like you said, with the pace. So uh, I do think Zion's better on FanDuel today. Like, at 7,500, I'm willing to take the risk there. Um, you know, but I don't, I don't think we have to play Brandon Ingram. Now, Brandon Ingram has been outstanding in my opinion. He's been the one guy that I kind of haven't been afraid to play 
just because I feel like they they understood that, hey, we've kind of got to got to run our offense through him. Um, so I, I like Brandon Ingram usually on most slates. I think people think he's overpriced, but he's got the ceiling to get there. You know, he's had a 60 point game, a 50 point game, a 47 point game. So, I mean, he, he, he can get there. Um, outside of that, though, I, I don't I don't see anything. Now, Eric Bledsoe is 5,100 on FanDuel. If you want to take a Whoa. shot at him. At- <laughs> Sorry. What? I, I was just, I was saying, woo, Eric Bledsoe <laughs> is so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like two, two teams I just cannot be excited about right now, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, 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 gotcha. I, I hate that I interrupt you. It just, man, the Pacers <laughs> and the Pelicans. It's fine. Give me, I'm going to tell you guys the answer to my favorite over under on this slate. Uh, give me the under in this game at 218. <laughs> like, get it in go. early. Getting it in. Yeah. Like this, yeah. this game is, it is awful. And like Stan Van Gunny, there's a report that came out on Sunday like, oh, JJ Reddick's slow start is my fault. We, duh. Like, it's the same thing you did to him in Orlando. Like, you know, J.J. <laughs> Redick is an elite shooter and cannot play for Stan Van Gundy. Like, trade him yeah. immediately. Get him off of this team. Um, yes. Anyway, sorry. Rant over. We're Detroit good. at We're Milwaukee. Good. Detroit's on a back-to-back. Milwaukee will be without Cunnington and Craig. Um, we'll obviously have to see if, like, Blake Griffin and these guys are going to play on a back-to-back. I'd be shocked if, like, Derrick Rose – or Griffin or both play um, and, and like Josh Jackson got banged up in Sunday. He hurt. I think he sprained his ankle is what the report said. So like this could be a really juicy spot if they, if Detroit can keep this game close. Um, what do you like here for the Pistons? Well, even if they can't keep it close, uh, Sadiq Bay and DeLon Wright are going to be in play. If, if anybody sits and you know, if Blake sits, Sadiq Bay, Sadiq Bay is in play. Uh, if Josh Jackson is banged up and Rose sits, like, give me DeLon right at 4K. Stevie, I think this game is going to be a blowout. I, I really do. And I, I try not to, you know, get too much into the blowout thing because, look, you know, we think, you know, the Lakers are going to blow out Memphis and then Memphis hangs around. Like, so, you know, but the likelihood of a blowout in this one, it, it feels like it could be or we could be on our way there. And so I just I, I want these cheap pieces. I think you know, like I said, if, if guys sit, Delon Wright, Sadiq Bay, I think that's where you go. Um, and then other than that, I I don't even know if I want to play anyone. Like I like Jeremy Grant. I like what he's been able to do uh, with this team. Like he, he he's a new fantasy player now, and I think we they've priced him appropriately. But I don't even think I want to play Jeremy in this spot. He does have 40, 50 point upside, but I, I don't want to play him in a blowout spot. I think you could play Grant if Blake and um, Jackson both miss. Like, if they it. rest yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake. Um, I also think, like, if that scenario happens, <coughs> excuse me, I'm muting very well, but could not get that one in there. Um, Plumley would be fantastic um, if Blake yeah. and um, Josh Jackson. Man, this coffin stuff. Um, I do not have the Rona, just so if anybody's curious. Um, <laughs> we're socially distanced, trust me. Yeah, socially distanced to my chair and the disc golf course. Um, the Bucks will hate playing Chris Middleton. I do hate playing Chris Middleton. <laughs> 
I think Chris Middleton could put up 20 actual points in this game, which makes him somewhat interesting because Detroit has kind of um, struggled to guard the three-point line. Not paying 10-8 for Giannis. I don't think this game stays particularly close. I think he gets like 60-65, and usually that's okay, but we have so many great plays um, and great spots on the slate that it's really hard to love Giannis. But I actually don't hate Chris Middleton, and if Drew is still cheap on FanDuel, maybe play him. Oh, I, Steve, this is another game I just kind of don't like, man. I think I've turned a nine game slate into about a six game slate today. And about I think a four it's, game slate. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to work out fine. And, and that's kind of where I am. I, I don't, I don't think I want to play these guys today. Uh, Drew is still cheap on FanDuel at 6,400. I mean, he's 66 on DK. Even still, I mean, <clears throat> they can get it done. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not saying they can't. But you know my theory about this, Stevie, and I think my theory is right, okay? Let's go out on a I think my theory is, has been right all along. If you think it's a blowout spot, you just go ahead and play Bobby Portis and fade the rest of the Bucks. If you think it's going to be competitive, don't worry about playing him and take Brooke Lopez. That's the approach I'm going to take. I, I think it's another Bobby Portis day, in my opinion. Uh, that's kind of where I am. I think they, you know, I think they hand this team – you know, another loss in the season. I think, you know, Bobby Portis kind of has himself another big game, uh, you know, with with, with lack of, of uh, first-team talent. So that's where I am. I think Bobby Portis is the guy, and, and that's kind of the – that's where I'm going to be. Yeah, Connington, yeah, he's like a 20-minute-a-night guy, 15, 20 minutes. I don't think that really benefits hardly anybody. Um, so it's really tough to kind of guess. Maybe DiVincenzo – has locked in more minutes in this spot at 5,100, but I don't know. I don't love this game either. Dallas at Houston. Uh, a lot of question marks around this game. Um, you know, Luca did not play on Sunday, so we're going to put him as questionable. Porzingis is still out. And on the Houston side of things, um, James Harden is questionable. Clemens is out. Let's start with Dallas. Um, what do we got here, Will? Well, <sighs> How do you feel about? I think we just need to know if if uh, if Luca's going to be out. I I think that's the big news because if Luca's out, listen, man, we're going to get you know Jalen, the Brunson burner, Jalen Brunson back in our lives yet again on a back to back. I also want to see what Trey Burke is going to do tonight because he's another guy that that could get there. But we're going to get Jalen Brunson again in another up tempo matchup. So I I like it here. I think this is a good spot for him. I will go right back to the well with uh, with uh, uh, Josh Richardson at 5,300 if Luca's out. If Luca's in, that'll change things. But if we go with the fact that he's out, Trey Burke, Jalen Brunson, Josh Richardson, those guys are going to be my favorites. I don't hate Tim Hardaway Jr. at 6K. Obviously, we know he's got to really be nailing some shots to kind of get there. But that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at with this team. First half is um, over in that game. Jalen Brunson played um, 18 minutes and has 26 fantasy points. So, so um, if he gets 50 fantasy points at 3K, look out. Uh, gonna be he's a gonna huge... be massive chalk. And like you just I, I, you just play it. Like you I don't, don't think he gets to 50 tonight. I, I think 40 is reasonable though. Yeah, like uh, at 3300, if if Luke is out, you just go right back to the wall and Jalen Brunson. So yeah, lock button. 
It's um, pretty much the same spot. Houston's going to be playing up tempo anyway. Yeah, yeah. I like the Josh Richardson call. You should see a usage bump. Um, what do we do here on the Houston side? Like, if Harden doesn't play, John Wall seventy six hundred. Like, I like Wall either way, but I, I think like if Harden is out, John Wall has played thirty seven minutes in back to back games. Um, he is healthy. He looks great. Wall, Wood, like, if Harden sits here, there's a lot of ways to kind of approach Houston. Stevie, okay, let's, so let's talk about this. Because, you know, every year we're going to have some of these uh, brain freezes with the algorithm. Can you please explain to me why Christian Wood is 7,400 on DraftKings? I, I don't understand this at all. The guy's averaging 47.9 a game, and we decided – that 7400 was the appropriate price for Christian Wood. I, I, John Wall is averaging 48. I, I know I know if, if Harden comes back, yeah, it might change things a little bit. John Wall is averaging 48, and we decided that 7600 is the appropriate price. Stevie, I, I'm telling you right now, if Luka's out and Harden are out, I'm going to lock three guys from this game. Brunson, Wall, uh, and, uh, and Mr. Wood. And I'm not going to think twice about it. I, th- I think this is a this is a huge misprice. Uh, let me get to the, the other plays. Sorry, I, I know I went on a little rant. I do think Eric Gordon will be in play again as well at 5,700 if Harden is out. Uh, should, 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 you know, get as many shots as he can handle. While I like uh, Tim Hardaway, I do think Eric Gordon will provide tremendous value. Took 18 shots in that last game against Sacramento. Uh, so that, that's something I, I really like. Uh, for a guy that's really going to be stroking the ball, I think that's fair. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at with Houston, man. I, I think if, if those guys are out, I'm just locking those three guys in, play Eric Gordon, won't worry about anybody else. Summed it up, buddy. I don't have to get into it. If Harden misses, like, Harden would be out. Wall would be a great play. Wood would be a great play. Eric Gordon would be a good play. If Harden plays, I still like Christian Wood at this price, um, 7400 and I still don't hate like John Wall at 7,600 if Harden plays. So yeah. uh, we finish it out here with Sacramento at Golden State. Um, shockingly enough, there was a total posted for this one 232, Sacramento favored by two and a half. It is a back to back for Golden State. Is Draymond going to play? Um, on the Sacramento side, Halliburton is question, or he's out, uh, and Jeffries is out. Uh, what are we looking at here on Sacramento? Yeah, I think with Sacramento, man, I, I I thought this was going to be a De'Aaron Fox day for me, and I'm still trying to figure out if I want to pay, pay the price for him. And the reason why is I, I really need to – I think I need more news because I, I need this harder news because that's going to determine how much Fox I think I play. But, listen, Golden State has not played good defense this season yet. So my favorite play from Sacramento, listen, man, if they're going to keep – Playing Rashawn Holmes, 30-plus minutes at 5,600. I think we're just going to have to take some shots on him, especially in this spot. So he's probably going to be my favorite guy. Uh, Harrison Barnes at 56, don't hate that either. He's always going to get all the minutes he can handle. Up-tempo game, bad defense. I like it. I don't feel like I need Buddy Heald at 6,800. I think he's priced up. Won't worry about him there. But Fox is the guy I'm on the fence on. Steve, I want to play him because I know the defense is bad. 
I just don't want to pay 8,200. I wish, I think I'm in my heart. I wish he was 7,500. And I mean, man, he'd be another fantastic play, but at 8,200, he, ha- he does have the ceiling, but you know, do I need him at 8,200 on the slate? I'm not sure I will, but that, so that's where I'm at with Sacramento. Yeah. Golden state playing at the fastest um, pace in the NBA and they have the second um, worst defensive efficiency this season. So that like Golden State is just a team you want to target right now. Like, yeah, if in games that like the game stays close against Golden State, teams are gonna have big games. Um, Stevie, they're last year's Atlanta, last year's Washington, last year's New Orleans, last year's Phoenix. Do you remember last year when all those teams played and we just say hey, you just target these teams and you should earn some money? I mean, that's Golden State this season, I think. Uh, I'm with you, man. Yeah, I love Holmes. Um, I love Barnes. I think Fox is in play. Um, but Barnes and Holmes are just great under 6K plays. Um, that should absolutely crush in this spot against Golden State. We go to the other side of this game. Obviously, we'll be waiting on news on Draymond Green if he's going to play um, or not. Oh, I wanted to mention really quick that with um, Halliburton out, Corey Joseph could get a couple extra minutes, um, but I don't think I will go there on this slate. Uh, anyway, back to the Golden State side of things. Um, listen, I think Steph is fine. I, I think Ubre for his price, has a really high ceiling if he can just shoot the ball good um, one night. So don't mind Ubre, but like, if I'm going cheap with Barnes and Holmes, expect me to run it back expensive with Steph. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I, I totally get that. Um, I think Steph would be the play. I, my assumption right now is that Draymond, Draymond will sit. I know he just came back, back to back, but maybe he won't. You know, may, maybe he'll try to play Iron Man. I'm not sure, but just I'm going to expect him to sit. Even if he does it, though, like he's not on full minutes right now. So we don't really have to worry well, about it. Well, they said they much. were going to they were gonna bump him up on Sunday to like, I think, 25, 25 or right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, he I don't ain't playing like, on Monday. Let's be honest. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's in. Um, even at twenty five minutes, that doesn't that doesn't scare me. Curry might um, not play the back to back either. Who knows? Well, we'll just have to see. But Curry is by far my favorite uh, warrior. You know, just absolutely, he's gonna, he's going to be the favorite guy that that I want to play. So that, that's kind of where I'm at. Some of these other guys are just you know fringe guys. Um, James Wiseman is cheap enough now at 5k where we can play him i just don't like the fact that i feel like it's i just wish they'd just give him 25 minutes a game so we know for sure what's going on um but you know we, he hasn't seen that recently so i it's kind of just courier bus for me yeah so much <clears throat> so much of this slate is going to be dictated by houston news um, oh man at, at first glance it's, it's huge like, yeah so be patiently waiting for that, like some I mean, Boston news. I, I'm even going to tell you this because I looked at the prices on FanDuel. I, I feel like I'm willing to even lock these guys in on FanDuel, which means I'd only have two point guards, Wall and uh, and Mr. Brunson. I, I think I'd just take my chances today. I know there are going to be other really, really, really good plays. But if that, if that game stays any anywhere near competitive nature, I mean, it's, it's going to be fireworks all game. Yeah, like you downgrade Curry to John Wall and save massive amount of money, and like you can upgrade elsewhere. It's just like, it, like 
you know, even Grant, if Blake sits, like, I know it's a tough matchup against Milwaukee, but if he gets 30 minutes with all those guys out, like, he could he could have a big game. So, um, the slate's interesting. There's a lot of a lot of different ways um, this slate could go, but I, I think it's a fun slate, man. There, it, it looks to be a fun slate. So, uh, let's yeah. play the morning grind game for Monday, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Will, give me your favorite play under 5K to 7X. All right, I'm not gonna give you the uh, the um, the Brunson guy. I'm not gonna give you Jalen Brunson. Well, we don't know if Luke yeah. is gonna be out yet either. Yeah, yeah, we know the we need the news. But here's a guy that I'm gonna go ahead and take right now. I I don't care if everybody plays or nobody plays. I think it's a blowout. I'm gonna roll with that. Give me Bobby Portis. All right. I like it. Um, yeah, I don't want to go Brunson either. I don't think they will roll Tristan Thompson out on a double-double or back-to-back. Yep. Um, yep. I'm going to take Daniel Tice. I like it. Give me an over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today at the top? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Giannis. I, I think it's going to be a blowout. And I think it's a... A handily, handily blown. And look, the guy put up 65 and 28 minutes against Chicago. So, so but I, I think in a normal circumstance, if he gets 25 to 28 minutes this season, I don't see him going over 60 most nights. I'm gonna go. <laughs> some, I'm gonna go Sabonis. I think he's a little pricey um, in a slower paced New Orleans game here. So, um, favorite 6x play, Will. As of right now, man, it, it's got to be. I'm going with the hometown. And it seems like every time I've gone hometown this season, well, part of the reason it's been PJ Washington every time. But I'm going LaMelo Ball. I, I think I think if Ball's going to keep getting 30 to 31 minutes, 32 minutes maybe, I, I think he's going to get there. If this game blows out, I think they're going to let him play. I'm, I'm going with, with uh, LaMelo Ball. They didn't really talk about um, Jason Tatum a lot when we were talking about that game. But the more I think about him today, oh yeah, I like the more him. I I love this spot for him. So I'm gonna go Jason Tatum um, for six x at eighty six hundred today. I think he's yeah. gonna have a big game. Uh, Will, give me your let's get weird GPP play today. Let's get weird. I, I think, like I said, this is a guy I've been playing all season. I don't think he's gonna be high owned again tomorrow. Okay, give me Fred Van Vliet. For another 45 plus spot here. Fred Van Vliet at 7,700. I like it. Um, I don't know. Let's see. I think Holmes will be pretty popular. Give me Seth Curry. Um, Ooh, yeah. That, all the way That's back to that first, first game yeah. we talked about. I like it. Um, Game selection, any tournaments, cash games, anything standing out to you on FanDuel or uh, DraftKings for this slate? Uh, nothing crazy, man. I, I know I keep bumping this, but I, I think these are really important, especially when you're trying to build bankroll. Uh, guys, these single entry tournaments on DK, I, I mean, I think they're fantastic, Stevie. I mean, all price points, 5, 40, uh, 12. I mean, I, I, I think they've been fantastic all season, typically giving us two different uh, – uh, price not price points but two different prize pool sizes which basically changes the you know the amount of contestants that are that are playing 
I, I just think they've done a good job. I think if I was, if I had my bankroll and I said, Hey, if I wanted to take, let's say 200 bucks, 300 bucks, whatever, I think I just play in both 12s, both fives, you know, both 40s. Like, that's what I think I would do instead of trying to jam in a bunch of lineups in like the, the, the 20 max. Now, that's just me. I just think they've done a really good job with that this year. Um, all right. So maybe you're a DraftKings player and you haven't played on FanDuel or you don't and you haven't played a lot. Check out these no experience player tournaments over there on FanDuel. Oh, yeah, um, those are good. Like, just kind of wanted to point this out there. They got like a $3.25K that pays almost 30% of the field. No experienced players. Somebody's going to turn three bucks into t- 2K um, with no experienced players and a 30% field. So I like to point out stuff all the time. If you haven't tried out FanDuel, um, maybe you're specifically a DraftKings player and like you're struggling to start the season, change scenery, man. Um, I, I think that always is something that could potentially help you. Uh, Will, favorite over under on this slate? Honestly, I think we got – I'm going to go with the last game, man. I, I think it goes over. I, I think fireworks. I think it's going to be competitive. Um, you know, I know it's a back-to-back. As, as long as Curry doesn't sit, let's go with that. Um, but I, I, I think these guys are going to get the job done for us. Yeah, Curry sitting um, would open up all kinds of stuff. We already have some potential news that, you know, it really could change this slate. So – um, definitely be paying attention to all that, but Damian Lee, already, Curry's out. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I already, like, I've already said like my streak is at like three on sharp side. As soon as I'm able to take the under in the new Orleans game, um, at two eighteen, I'm, I'm locking it in. Um, I, yes. I hate that game. Yes. Slow paced game. They, those teams would have to be like super efficient. Um, so I'm going to pass on that one today. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, sir. Glad to do another show, man. It's been exciting. We're going to keep this thing rolling. And uh, listen, man, you know, I, I will I will happily mail you some cough syrup for that cough today, man. Oh, man, it's killing me. I have some. Um, don't worry. <laughs> like, I'm going to be going to take some medicine and going to sleep. Um, that's, my, that's what my next hour looks like. Yes, so. sir. That's going to wrap it up here for Monday. We'll be back talking hoops tomorrow. Good luck, everyone, and uh, we'll see you then.